0: Is it a gun that sucks balls? I'm the farting demon in this <laughs> relationship. I'd be an awesome rich person. You're both just an embarrassment. God, I'm awesome. Dude. We're talking Tom Hanks it. Cool. Yeah, I had my finger in my mouth waiting for you to finish. You gotta get four balls or something? Like dick piercing? <laughs> no, you know damn well I'm fucking that demon. real sexy. <laughs> How could that be close and not be right? Yeah, just kill some random dudes. His wishes. Bloke hey everyone, and welcome to another Plotty Time mini. So this week it's your boy Papa Scotch, and I wanted to talk about something. Uh, It's been on my mind. I don't really know what's going on, what Sony's doing, but uh, there's been a lot of talk that has come up recently regarding Sony and their competitor to what Xbox Game Pass is going to be, and this all kind of came up when an existing franchise for Sony, MLB The Show, it's been their baseball game since, I think we went over in the podcast, I think it was like 98, I probably should have looked that up, I didn't, but... It has been there. It's been Sony exclusive forever. There hasn't been a baseball game on Xbox that had the MLB license for a long time. Maybe RBI baseball? That doesn't matter. The point is, this is the premier baseball franchise. It has been Sony exclusive forever. And now with MLB The Show 2021, it's the first year they're releasing it for Xbox. This is a very big deal among baseball fans. But to most people, they don't really give a shit. So... I, I would like to get the game and give it a shot before. I, and I, I'm not going to talk about the game. I just think it's an interesting decision that for the first time ever, and apparently this was by the MLB's, I don't want to say orders, but they requested that the game also be available on Xbox to get to a wider audience because baseball's numbers, I guess, aren't doing as well as they hoped. So, you know, they they're trying to expand the game in any way they can. The game being an obviously big one. But now this the weird thing that happened is not only is it exclusive this year on Xbox, but Microsoft made the decision to make it available day one on Xbox Game Pass, which means if you subscribe to the service for Xbox Game Pass, you get to play this game for free day one. Yeah. PlayStation users are pissed because they've been paying 60 bucks every year for this game day one and like the first I don't know probably a couple months until it hit that $40 price drop which it always does after like three or four months and all of a sudden these Xbox people are just getting it for free and at the same time you're asking PlayStation people to spend $70 on it this year for PlayStation 5 so yeah rightfully so a lot of people are pretty unhappy about this now I wanted to kind of pontificate and think about what Sony wants to do with this information or what they're going to do to compete and The only really way I could do this is by talking about Game Pass a little bit. So, Microsoft Game Pass is a service you can sign up for. It's a... Long story short, it is a monthly subscription-based game service. And you pay a monthly fee, and then they give you access to the library of games, and then you could play any of those said games. I was unclear, and I couldn't find any information if I could download those or if they're 100% streaming. I think you can... But that's neither here or there. Uh, there's three types of plans. There's a PC plan, a console, and then the ultimate plan. Uh, the PC and the console plans are $9.99 a month, $10 a month. Ultimate is $15 per month, which comes out to $180 per year. Now, all three of these plans, and this is going by just Xbox marketing stuff, but they all include access to over 100 high-quality games for console, PC, and Android mobile devices, new games added all the time, xbox game studios titles the same day as release exclusive member discounts and deals now the the one to look at there is the xbox game studios titles the same day as release xbox for the longest time up until the acquisition of ZeniMax, which included bethesda the fallout developer up until then they didn't have that as many not nearly as many first person first party studios as sony did so their xbox exclusives may only be one or two a year well, Sony's are much higher in the output. So that's, now that they've acquired ZeniMax, now it's like an even playing field. So that's an interesting development right there. So the PC and console, those those, those come with all three. And then the PC and console, the $10 a month ones, they're pretty much the same, except the PC version includes what the service called EA Play. Uh, this is usually $5 per month, or you can pay $30 bucks and get it for the whole year. And I didn't, really like the marketing for ea play i don't know much about it i've never subscribed to it usually the e- only really ea sports game i play is shell and that one i know i'm getting and i buy every couple of years i'll screw around with a Madden again for old times sake and maybe like once every i don't know six years i'll buy a fifa because those things are fun as hell but I, I i just don't love them as much as i love Chell. so i'm like meh now, they're a little cagey with EA Play on what's available, and what I kind of determined without doing too terribly much research is that you get, when, when a new release comes out, like say it's, it's release week for, I don't know, Madden 22, whatever, you get to play the game with your EA Play subscription for 10 hours. Then I suppose they say, all right, you played it for 10 hours, it's now locked, if you want to buy it, you can have all your progression, you can take it with you, but you, you just got like a 10 hour trial. And then, in addition to that, they have a whole bunch of back catalog games as well. Like, right now, I I suppose as the year goes on, like, for example, NHL 21, which came out last September? Or was it October? I think it might have been October because it was delayed because of COVID. But it came out October, and now it's free. So maybe, like, six months later, those brand new releases become free. I don't know. It's it's very cagey. I... I like it as a three a free throw in because it's an for thirty bucks I may actually even give it a shot because that's a decent price to know if I want to play an EA sports game. I mean, there's people there who aren't into sports games. This is a waste, but they also do have the other franchises that EA put out. There are battlefield games on there. There's rogue squadrons like some of the Star Wars games that are out there. So it's not just sports, but that's kind of like their big draw. They're I think I might give this a shot. I, just, I think I just talked myself into it. Anyway, that is what is included in PC and console versions of Xbox Game Pass. The Ultimate version includes all of that stuff that I just already talked about, including EA Play. Plus, it includes uh, free perks, including in-game content and partner offers. So, free add-ons and stuff you get just for being an Xbox Live. Person, I, I, or an Xbox, uh, Xbox Game Pass person, all their titles start with Xbox, all the PlayStation ones start with PlayStation, it's really fucking annoying, so I'm probably going to step over my own words here, it's just going to happen, It's, it's. I'm recording this in the morning and I'm kind of sleepy and cranky, so you know, <laughs> we're going to fight our way through this. So, the ultimate includes, also you can play the games on your Android mobile and tablet from the cloud, which is in a beta form, but apparently that's going to be more popular as, as time goes on. And then also you get Xbox Live Gold which includes any deals that come with that service, games that are given free for that service and you're able to play multiplayer online. This is identical if you're familiar with the PlayStation Plus service, identical concept. You pay 60 bucks a year to go online, to be to have the I don't know, the privilege to play against other people on the internet, uh, which sucks by itself. It sucks that you have to pay for that, but in order to ease this a little bit, they give you three free games, or two or three free games a month on both services, and they also give you some certain, like I know PlayStation, and I'm sure Xbox Live does it too, they give you all kinds of deals on games that are better than the standard deals. So people have mostly accepted that this is what's going to happen. I, I mean, it sucks, but that's where we are. And for Xbox Game Pass, you're paying 180 bucks a year. They throw it in for free. So that is pretty much what Ultimate includes. Now, if you buy that Ultimate version, and I think the PC and console ones, like I said, you get MLB The Show day one. If you, pay, if you had EA Play, you actually get it a couple days early, but you still are locked at the 10 hours ice. Well, that's not EA Play. MLB The Show is not EA. Different thing. So you get it for free. I believe with Xbox Ultimate, there are games that kind of come and go from the service. Like they'll be on there for two, three months, and then they'll leave, especially with newer games. But the the interesting thing about all this is, is basically, this is a great value, I believe, for Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. I believe this is a service. I, and I I don't have an Xbox. I don't have the service. But it looks like with the library that's available with the EA play, with the online play, with the three games, two or three games that are given you for free every month, you could, in theory, you know, if, you, if you're if you a person that plays like Fortnite, or Apex Legends, or Warzone, or just free-to-play games, I could see this being the only thing you pay for. That's that's what this is all going to come down to. Uh, I mean, maybe other games come out on the periphery, and you, you purchase them a la carte, but... This gives you so much shit to do for one flat rate. And I'm going to come back to that in a second. But before I do, I want to talk about what the PlayStation counterparts are. So the only really thing that PlayStation has that's similar to Xbox Ultimate Game Pass is the PlayStation Now service. So the PlayStation Now service is, it's been around for years. I am a yearly subscriber to it, which is weird because i never play it i never play any of the games on it my backlog's just too big i'm hoping that this playstation 5 thing can we're gonna talk i think i might do a mini set about backlogs i gotta flesh that out a little bit but my backlog's too big so i never ever play any of the games on playstation now i think maybe total since i bought it for 60 bucks every goddamn year i've been playing two or three hours a year which is unacceptable so i gotta i gotta step it up on that Anyway, the concept of PlayStation Now is you can stream games, some games you can download, and there's a pretty decent library, but not an amazing one, of older games. Like, there's a bunch of PS3 games on there that you can instantly play on PlayStation 4 PlayStation 5, which is very nice. There's also a bunch of PlayStation 4 releases, a bunch of, like, I don't think there's any PlayStation 5 releases yet, but a lot of them you can download, you can play off your device, there's no lag as far as the streaming goes. So, it's it's a decent service, but the biggest complaint everyone has about it is that the games aren't exactly new. You're looking at games... It's rare to have a game jump onto that service that's less than, I'd say, four months old. Has it happened? Yes, but it's rare. They also have, on PlayStation, the EA Play service, which is why I was saying I might get into that to check it out. There's also the Xbox Live Gold version of PlayStation, which is called PlayStation Plus, like I said, a bunch of deals, online play, bunch uh, a couple games to download for free every month, and they belong to you as long as you are a subscriber. You just add them to your library, you download them when you want to play them. There's also rumors, and i this is I'm recording this a little early. maybe this will be announced by the time this comes out, maybe not, but there's a rumor about PlayStation offering some kind of video pass, some movie pass. Which would be an interesting development because Sony, I mean, they have a movie studio. They have a whole bunch of really quality movies that they put out every year. They may make this somehow exclusive to PlayStation, but I don't really see that happening because they, PlayStation, or not PlayStation, Sony signed an exclusive deal with, who are they? Netflix, that said they're going to be putting all their Sony films on Netflix for the foreseeable future. I forget how many years it is, but why would they be? pursuant to an Avenue streaming service for PlayStation people that they could just get on Netflix. And when Netflix is available on the PlayStation, as well as other streaming services, I don't see the point of this investment. Uh, Maybe it would have been a lot easier to just say, Hey, if you have PlayStation plus and PlayStation now combined, we'll give you a discount on Netflix. That probably would have made a lot more sense. But anyway, that's speculation. So, let's... The fact is of the matter is that PlayStation essentially has a comparative product to Xbox Ultimate Game Pass, but the new games aren't there. They're not there. Now, in order to kind of compete back... And, and this, was, this we did talk about on the podcast. But in order to kind of compete with Xbox Live Gold and to support PlayStation 5 launches that maybe got... Like a lot of games in the beginning of the PlayStation 5 life cycle, I mean, look, I'm looking at it right now, we are at the end of April right now, there's not that many games coming out for PlayStation 5 yeah, there's a lot of games, but like, the high AAA, showing off what the PlayStation can do, Uh, you, you just had, I mean, you've got some that look really interesting, like Returnal the new Ratchet and Clank uh, Resident Evil Village, but those aren't really showcasing the PlayStation 5 yeah, they're gonna look great and be cool, but It's not the same. That's not what I'm talking about. There's, it's thin. It's the release calendar up until now has been super fucking thin for the next gen. And there's nothing that's really, that title that comes out that says you need to buy the PlayStation 5 because you need to play this game. Or Xbox Series X, whichever. That game hasn't dropped yet. I'll, I'll, I'll probably do a podcast when that happens. But it hasn't happened. The point is, in the early life cycle, PlayStation created a thing called the PlayStation Plus Collection. And if you upgraded to the PlayStation 5, if you bought a PlayStation 5, they gave you 20 free games. I think it's 20. 10 of them were PlayStation first party. 10 of them were third party. You can download them. They were PlayStation 4 gen games. Some of them are are great. Some of them are whatever. But it was a really good smattering of games. It would be a great collection for someone who maybe has taken the last couple generations of games off and they want to get back into it. That is perfect. But for those of us who have been there along the whole ride, we've played all of these games that we wanted to by now. Maybe one or two snuck through, but for the most part, this is kind of just like a gesture for the hardcore, I don't even want to use the term hardcore gamers, but for the people that have been there for the entire ride, this is kind of just a gesture. Then they were asked, Sony was asked, hey, do you plan on like, is this going to be a thing moving forward? Is this a one-time thing? Are you going to explore this? And they're like, well, we're going to wait and see, which means they're not. So they need, Let before I even get into that, let's break down the price and then I'm going to just do the roundup because this is running long. So if you do, if you go the ultimate game, the alt, Jesus, Xbox ultimate game pass, like I said, 15 bucks a month, 180 a year. With that, you get all the free games that come from the Xbox Game Pass, you get online play, you get those free games that come with Xbox Live Gold, and you get EA Play for $180 per year. If you go to all the PlayStation offerings, which are PlayStation Now, which is sort of like Game Pass, but nothing new, that's $60 a year. EA Play is the same, $30 a year, It's kind of a wash either way, but we'll add it to the price. And then you have PlayStation Plus which is traditionally 60 bucks a year if you buy it right from PlayStation but you can find discounts on it pretty solidly i've seen i've seen it as low as 30 bucks so let's just split the difference let's say $45 so if you combine Xbox Live Game Pass yearly is 180 bucks all the PlayStation offerings combined are 135 so yes the PlayStation version of these are more affordable but they're not as good. You don't have any of the new games, and you certainly don't have day one releases for free. So is that extra $45 worth it? I mean, the way I see it is there are probably I would go out of a I'd go out on a limb and I'd say there are three games that come out per year that are brand new that I really want to get my hands on, and it would be awesome if I got them day one. So that $180 a year really is a wash at that point for me, plus all the other additional games for Xbox. I think that's a great value. I think there's a lot of great stuff in there. And then PlayStation, I'm trying to think back on the free games that have been given out for PlayStation Plus. I mean, I've gotten all of them since I think around the beginning of PlayStation Plus. Every single month, I go and add them to my library. I couldn't tell you how many I played. maybe half a dozen? A dozen would be the high end to that? Because all the games they get for free are old, and I've either played them already and enjoyed them, or I don't have any interest. So what's the point of these old free games? It's a low-risk move that they try to act as if it's a high reward. So basically, let's let's bring this all together. I, I feel like uh, it was interesting to see a lot of people really backlash to the show at being released on Xbox for free a lot of people were very mad about it and a lot of people said I, I saw a couple tweets going around but one of them was like I've been a PlayStation owner since 1998 and right now all I want is an Xbox which is bad that's bad that's bad news bears for Sony uh they they could have real it seems like Sony's making no effort to cater to this crowd uh it seems like they're kind of just trying to wring out money out of people, which is insane because with the the way microtransactions are going and how much money they're giving franchises like Fortnite or Call of Duty or Minecraft or all of these, Apex Legends, it's nuts how much money they're making off these, and yet they're being so stingy with services like this, which is nuts. So what is, what is the thesis here? What are, what are we getting at? The point I'm getting at is that the Xbox Game Pass Ultimate looks like a hell of a deal. And it looks like a great service and it looks like something I'd love to get into. And it bothers me that Sony has no intention of offering a competitor. Maybe they do. Maybe there's stuff in the works right now, but it does not appear that they give a shit at all. They're just going to let Xbox do their thing. And then I think once Zenimax and that whole acquisition and those start coming out and, and especially if they're first party Xbox titles, Sony's going to have some real competition. So they better pray their VR department takes off like crazy or they got to get something else going for this service. I I enjoy the PlayStation services I have. But in reality, the games are so old, I barely ever use any of them. I don't know why I'm paying for PlayStation now. There's no good reason to do it for me now. If there's a new game... Because, I mean, I have limited time to play games. So if there's a new game that comes out, I buy it. And then I play that for months. And then I'm done. So, I it seems like Sony is going to the their business. Their, their point is to make money, but they're specifically going to the gouge crowd, not the benefit of players crowd because you know you throw in the the idea that Sony is pretty much abandoning all their previous games. Xbox Live focuses on backwards compatibility but Sony's like yeah, we're shutting down the stores and when Sony shut down the store to place or when they announced they were going to shut down the PlayStation 3 store, PlayStation 3 games physical copies just blew up on eBay like, I saw a copy of the game fucking Africa for, like, 140 Are you out of your goddamn mind? That game was, like, 299 in a bargain bin three weeks ago. So it, it seems like Sony needs to course-correct, needs to cater to the past, embrace the future, and come up with a more competitive model because otherwise there's going to be a lot of problems for PlayStation. But I would like to hear what you all think. Do you think... Are, are you guys PlayStation heads that are going to abandon it and go to Xbox? Are you... Currently, Xbox users who have Game Pass and think it's amazing and are shocked to hear that PlayStation doesn't have anything like this, uh, which would you... If maybe you don't have either, and you want to buy one, and you're trying to think about which one would you? are you leaning towards. Talk to us. Tell us about it. Email us at plottytime at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you guys. If you want to get to us faster on the socials, at plottytime on Instagram and Twitter, we'd love to hear from you. And if you want to uh, watch our little logo in front of a fire... Or a firewall? A waterfall... <laughs> go ahead and head over to YouTube, like and subscribe there. It really helps us out. So thanks a lot for listening, and I will talk to you next time. Peace.